Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is... My Favorite Things. Ooh, Favorite Things. And I just want to say, I just want to thank everybody for listening to us out there. I, sometimes we're, we're like, is anybody there? Is anybody listening? And it's just, I, I know there are, and I just want to thank you for listening right now. That's so sweet. Yeah, yes, I'd like thought, to thank look, you too. Yeah, Well, thank you, Rob, for listening to me. Well, thank you for listening to me. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, wow. Just, that's so sweet. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. We're and so thankful thought, for you, know, you. Why not? Thanksgiving is coming up in about it a week is. or so. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's so sweet. Just a little what moment nice there. I'm oh. a little cheesy sometimes. But sometimes. But uh, yeah. So. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> you holding your microphone like that. It's really perfect, Rob. Um, I was going to sing a little Bob Hope. Um, oh, that's nice. Speaking of Turkey Day, hey. where are you going for Turkey Day? Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to go out to uh, Philadelphia, Northeast Philadelphia, a little town called Lansdale. Uh, my, my mom's side of the family lives out there. I was actually born in Allentown. My mom was born in Philadelphia. And then we still have family that's right in that pocket there between those two towns. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So uh, a lot of the family comes from Alaska. My mom and dad come from South Carolina. We all kind of congregate. Are you going to do any cooking? I will not be, but I'll be doing a lot of eating. Ooh. Yes. You don't cook? You don't make a dish or anything? Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can tell you honestly. My my the uh, Sutton might, but very traditional in my family. But I think the uh, we there will be lots of food, and it will be made. But not everyone brings the food. But we just um. I guess we do. Uh, you've got you stumped me, Rob. I, so, I, I, so you come in empty-handed. Uh, is no, what you're saying. A handful of love. Get, get the and, fuck out. Nobody <laughs> wants. Like, can't eat love. Bring me stuffing. Bring me mac and cheese. Bring me turkey. It's, there's so much food. There will be so much food there. Oh, that sounds so much fun. Yeah, it is nice. And it's very traditional, you know, like mashed potatoes, the turkey, all of it, the works. Do you all go around the table yep. and say what you're thankful for? No, we do not. Oh, okay. We should. Next week, I'm going to ask like you. Of us. Next be... week, I'm going to ask you, what are you thankful for okay. for our Thanksgiving episode? All right. So we'll do it at least for ourselves. Okay, okay. If nothing else. All right. Nothing else. I'm I like going that. to Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Are you? Yes. Home of Oscar Hammerstein. So sec- we are. How far away are we from each other? Uh, I bet you it's 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, that's not bad. No, not bad at all. We should meet up. Well, why Bucks County? Uh, my uncle lives in Bucks County. Oh, nice. And I love Bucks County. Daniel and I love going to Bucks County. Filled with antique shops. Yeah. 
filled with the Bucks County Playhouse, which has gotten really nice. Which lately. has gotten like really, I know. really good. So many good shows happening. I know there. great directors and actors and everything. Um, will your fa- uh, parents come as well, or is it? It's, it's just no, the East Coast fa- side no, of the just the East Coast side of my family because nice. all my family's in Los Angeles, yeah. so they don't schlep out for Thanksgiving. That makes sense. But I'll you know send them a piece of turkey. Yeah, be the post. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. I like that. I love being everyone being together, and it's just I like I love that. It's an eating. Is it your favorite holiday? It, I would say it's one of my favorite holidays. Yeah. What is the favorite one? Flag uh, Day. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I really have a favorite holiday. I never really thought of a holiday being my favorite. Mm. Christmas. No, I love Christmas. Hanukkah. <laughs> no, I I'd say Thanksgiving is probably Thanksgiving. Up there. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I, say I'm it's gonna go with you on that too. Yeah. Who doesn't love some turkey and stuffing? Eating and family and just, yeah. All well, now I'm good. hungry. I know. Oh, shit. Okay. Now I got to get through it. Um, okay. So. What we're all here thing. for. Let's Our get to it. thing. <laughs> Why Who else are we here? Who wants to go first? I will. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, not a musical. It's not a cast recording. It's not a website. It is a documentary. It is, you can see it on for free on pbs.org. Ooh. I love, you know, I love that about PBS that they almost everything that they've ever done, you can see it all on their website for practically, I think, free, most everything. Yeah, they're really And I wonderful. love that you can just, and they do a lot of theater stuff. They do a lot um, of theater stuff. And one stuff, of the yeah. series that I, I particularly love is their American Masters series. Oh, yes, yes. And they did one on the great, great, late, great Marvin Hamlish. And that's oh. what my favorite thing is. It could just be Marvin Hamblish, but this documentary is really what I want to sell. And, I've and seen the, this. It's so it good. What's is, the title? It's called uh, What He Did for Love. What He Did for yeah, Love. Yeah, uh, inside look at Marvin Hamlish. Uh, this, is, this man, uh, obviously he's special and he wrote so many things, but I guess I, I always knew that he was really magical and I love his musicals. Of course, a chorus line, duh. But I mean, see, uh, the sweet smell of success it, to me is that is such... That was one of my favorite things a couple months ago, and yeah. it was just that score. It's like, what? This exists? Well, he was like that since he was a kid, and what a lot of people don't know is that he was this like child prodigy, a brilliant, a brilliant, brilliant kid. So much so that it's like it couldn't he couldn't contain all of that musical talent. I mean, he he went to Juilliard when he was five or six for classical, but then the classical music was like too easy. So then he mastered jazz, and then that was like too easy. And then he did musical theater. You know, he won the Sting. He won that Academy Award. And he was like twenty nine or thirty, mm. right? And then he gets a phone call to do some dance musical and he shows up and then he writes a chorus line and he does that and then i mean how do you top that well that became one of his one of the problems in his life is that he 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 did so well that you just can't your trajectory just can't go up and up obviously in this business that's just not how it is no. there's ups and downs and not everything can be hamilton 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 or chorus line chorus line chorus yeah. line or sting 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 um and so he struggled a little bit with that and that and, the, and this documentary talks about that what I like about it is that you're hearing a lot about Marvin Hamlish from his family and friends that really knew him. You're seeing a lot of clips of him talking and um, from way like because he took a lot of videos in the 70s and you see a lot of raw footage of of him back then or his experiences or firsthand accounts of what it was like to work with him and stuff and one of my really good friends marissa mcgowan she was a part of that um uh, the the nutty professor series she played the, the 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 woman in that and she was a part she worked with hamlish and she would tell me that he 
he truly was that open and loving and fun and and just a, a, a genius of a human being. That's so. And cool. what I like is that this this documentary really takes you on that journey and really um, it goes in depth um, of of how he got to be the way he is and why he and why he was so special and and just and that he man I mean how how I just never knew that he was so so brilliant. I knew that his music was smart, but I never knew that he like kind of mastered everything. <laughs> All kinds of music, all kinds of you know. Every, I mean, everything you can think of, he 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 has done it, and he's got the not just the egot, the pigot, Pulitzer on top of it. Oh my Pulitzer, gosh! Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. He's one of two people. Don't ask me who the other one is because I don't know. But pigot, yeah. The other one wouldn't that be Sondheim? Is it? Well, Sondheim won a Pulitzer, and he's got the egot. Yeah, he has an. There it, you go. We yeah, should look I it think, up after this, but a... yeah, I believe that. I might be wrong, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna guess him. Um, I'll look it up while you're talking. Okay, <laughs> pretending, and pretending to listen to you. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, it it's really yeah. It, it, it you can tell his love of music, his love of theater, um, and and why he kept coming back to Broadway as well. Like it, Was, you know, over time he would still try to master this art form that is so elusive sometimes even to someone who has done as well as they as he has done um it, there's no formula for success um and so i i like that you see that you know someone as brilliant as as mr hamlish still had to to fight to become you know to keep his art relevant and to yes. make it make it popular you know who uh, was it richard rogers oh man good one richard it's richard rogers and um uh, Marvin Hamlish. Oh man, good company. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So sorry about that. Not Mr. No, Sondheim. No, no. Richard Rogers and love that. Yeah. So uh, was please. the documentary made when he was still alive? I do not think so. I, or at least it was probably being made because it came out December twenty seventh, two thousand thirteen. Oh, I think he had. I think he had at passed by then. Yeah. Yeah. But I think probably it was being made while he was still. Oh, with okay. Us, perhaps. Well. Uh, and boy, that was a shocking. I mean, that we, that was unexpected. Suddenly, it was yeah. a sudden passing. Not, uh, and he was working on what that nutty professor. That musical. nutty professor that I was yeah mentioning about, which there's still his wife's helping. I think okay. uh, bring that you know. And I heard that it was really good. Yeah, I hear it's in um, really good shape. So uh, I just wish that we had more. I wish we had more of his music. I wish he wrote more musicals. I guess Me sometimes. Too. Me too. You know. Um, yeah, it what a special special man, and and the influence he had on our business and our art is, uh, I mean, timeless. And let's be happy for what he did give us. Exactly. Yeah. Truly, truly. Um, yeah. So Marvin Hamlish, uh, check out that American Masters thing. You can go to pbs dot org, or I'm sure it's on YouTube. But it's called What He Did for Love, Marvin Hamlish. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What Brian. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's your got? What do you got today? Mine is a musical. Yeah. An actual show, which I, I feel like I don't do so often. No, you don't as much. It's it's always a book or a YouTube clip. So yeah. I'm actually doing a show. Um, I think... When we when we first started doing our favorite things, one of the things we decided was we weren't going to really do things like um, like big shows. Like we weren't going to talk about Oklahoma or My Fair Lady, right? So more this, less, less more obscure stuff. And this show, I think I'm I think it's obscure. I think it's obscure. Okay. So I'm I'm going to throw it in that category. Some people might disagree with me, but here we go. 1962. Nice. Uh, music by Cy Coleman. Lyrics by Carolyn Lee. Mm. And what makes the musical incredible? Book by Neil Simon. Neil Simon. Is this Wildcat? It is not Wildcat. No. Oh, we it's should Little talk Me. About. It's Little it's Me. Little Me, of course. Duh, Kevin. Um, Little Me has the funniest book of a musical you will ever find. This is Neil Simon at his absolute best. Every other line is a guaranteed laugh line. We, I saw it at uh, Encores. They just did it. In 2014, with Christian Borle, I'll explain the plot in a second. the 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 songs got lots of applause. I've never been in a con. I've never seen a musical before where the lines get just as much applause as the songs do. So I am encouraging you not just to listen to Little Me, find the libretto, read the libretto as well, because the book is hysterical. So for those of you that don't know, Little Me is a musical from 1962. We're in the golden age of the American musical. And it's based on Patrick Dennis's novel, Patrick Dennis, best known to us as... Anti-Mame. Yes, the the original author of Anti-Mame, and he's a character in Anti-Mame, right? And he wrote a book that was supposed to be a parody of tell-all celebrity novels. A parody. A parody of it. And so he created a fictional actress and created a fictional autobiography for her called Little Me, The Intimate Memoirs of the Great Star of Stage, Screen, and Television, Belle Poitrine. And if you speak French, Belle Poitrine literally translates to beautiful chest. Oh, my God. Because she was very... Buxom. She was endowed. She was endowed. Um, the book gets published in 61. Neil Simon thinks it's going to be a great idea, so he they make a musical of it next year. And the basic plot of the story is, is this young girl who's from the other side of the tracks. You might remember this great song. On the other side of the, the tracks. tracks. Um, dun, 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 and she's determined dun, dun, that she's not going to let anything dun, dun, let her down, even though that she's poor. And so she just goes through a series of romances with men, eventually climbing up the working social... Her and, so working her way up to the social economic wow. ladder. Um, the musical does something really unique. They come up with the idea of if Belle is going to go through uh, seven or eight men, what if they were all played by the same actor? So the actor is always going to be the same no matter who her love interest is. And for this, they got Neil Simon's old boss from your show of shows, Sid Sid Caesar. Caesar. And Sid Caesar, who was best known for one, being one of the funniest men ever, was able to do uh, foreign pigeon talk, as they used to call it. So he would act like he was speaking Spanish. He would just be making it up on the spot. (laughs) He would act like he was speaking German, and he would make it up on the spot. But it sounded genuinely authentic. And so that's how he approached each of the seven characters in Belle's life. He played um, a teenager. He played um, a nearsighted soldier. He played (laughs) 
he played a French Maurice Chevalier character. And so throughout the whole show, he's playing all the different boyfriends. The score is amazing. I mean, listen to, I mean, we've got on the other side of the tracks, we have Little Me, we have Real Live Girl, we have I've Got Your Number. Uh This is, I mean, Cy Coleman, Carolyn Lee at their best. And not only is it uh, these three individuals, including Neil Simon, choreographer is Bob Fosse. Wow. Bob Fosse. Yeah. So this is this is the group. It's been revived a couple of times, never successfully, unfortunately. I the feel first like Martin one, Short. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah no. The us. first well, the first one is a revival that nobody remembers, which is in 1982. They got uh, Victor Garber, what, and James Coco, and instead of having one guy play all seven roles, they had two guys play all the roles. Huh. So it's James Coco and Victor Garber. Didn't do so well. Then in the 90s, this is the one that everyone remembers and it won Martin Short a Tony Award. They had Martin oh, Short. Wow. Yeah, it was Martin Short and Faith Prince. Ah, uh, yes, of course. And also, what's what normally happens in Little Me is it's usually an older actress who plays Belle in her 60s looking back on her life and then a younger actress playing Belle. And in this one, they decided that it would be one actress as well, and that was Faith Prince. Wow. So it was Martin Short, Faith Prince. Also, didn't do very well, that mm-hmm. revival. And then they just did an encore with the incredible Christian Borel in all of those roles and Rachel York and Judy Kay splitting Switching up yeah, oh, the nice Belle duties. Yeah. Um, I, I think Christian Borel is, I mean, I bet you he really nailed that comedy. Oh, I he mean, was so funny. He's so original and creative. And, and he was great. That's fun. He was so, so funny. And, there, you know, though, unfortunately, though, the show uh, <laughs> didn't actually have an easy road. There's some very notorious, famous stories about how bad oh, really? things were amongst the creatives. The first one is uh, they wrote a song for the show called The Girls of 17, where all the soldiers sang about the girls back home. Um, and they cut the number. And Carolyn Lee, the lyricist, was like, you can't cut my number. And they, and they said, well, you know, we've agreed we're, we're going to get rid of it. It's gone. She goes, that's against dramatist guild policy. You just can't cut my number. That's illegal. Whoa. That's illegal. That's illegal. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, and they were like, you need to calm down. So she literally went off into the street, grabbed a cop, brought the cop to Neil no, Simon and no. Bob Fosse and said, arrest them. She goes, arrest all of them. They cut my number. It's illegal. Arrest them. This was in the middle of a performance, by the way. I'm My jaw's on the floor. So you have to imagine just sitting there and you're watching Arrest them, arrest them, arrest them. Sid Caesar didn't take notes. <laughs> uh, they of came to him not. in his hotel room or his dressing room one night after a performance, and they said, uh, everything was good except this one scene, you need to pick up the pace. And he goes, oh, you want me to go faster? And they're like, yeah, can you go faster? He goes, yeah, how fast do you want me to go? So fast they can't understand what I'm saying? Is that how fast? Oh, how oh, about this fast? Oh, oh, okay. And he took the sink from the bathroom and ripped it out of the wall <laughs> and threw it out the window. And he said, you want me to go that fast? So that's what you're dealing with there. But the funniest story, my favorite one, is it's uh, opening night. They got a theater party to come see Little Me. There were a lot of people at the theater party who were very drunk. A theater party? A theater party. So theater parties used to be like you would be part of a club. Yeah. And you would get a discounted rate on the tickets. But you, like you and like 90 other people would all go out to dinner beforehand as a group. And then you would all go see the show as a group. So then oh, you, were, wow. you were part of a theater party. Oh, that's cool. Um, a little club. And so they all got drunk. The theater party. Mm-hmm. Wandered in late to opening night. Oh, Bob Fosse, Neil Simon, Cy Coleman. They're all standing in the back. Um, and this drunk man stumbles up the aisle in the middle of the first act. Mm-mm. And he waddles his way to the back. And he grabs Bob Fosse by the collar. goes, do you have anything to do with this show? Oh, Bob no. Fosse says, yes, I do. And he goes, this is the worst thing I've seen since My Fair Lady. 
and stormed out and left. <laughs> it's My Fair Lady. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst thing I've seen <laughs> since My Fair Lady. Oh, man. Um, but it's like I said before, it's it's an amazing show. The best thing about it, I think, I mean, the score is yes, God, yes, that score. That book, though, opening back two, it took 10 minutes until they started to play any music. Wow. Because it was just scene, 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 funny, funny, funny. So please, r- if you're going to listen to it, yes, listen to it. But also, please read the script because this script is hysterical. Yeah, I will. Little Me. Little Me, definitely. Wow, good one. And if you're looking for a show to do and you got a crazy comedian. There it is. This is it. I don't think it gets done very often, I feel like. It doesn't, and I don't understand why. I, I think it's so funny, and I think I think people would love, love, love to see it. Yeah. I agree. I think there was a hope at some point that the Encores one would have been transferred, but yeah. that didn't happen. So Little Me for me. And the American Masters, Marvin Hamlish. All right. So have a safe travels to your Thanksgiving. That's right. And the next time we'll talk to you is on Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Yeah. All, All right. right. Take care, everybody. Bye, everybody. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.